You are listening to College Success Habits with Jesse Mogul, episode 136. Let's get to the show. Oh, this show's the best. The best show. Best show. Best show ever. Welcome to the College Success Habits podcast. Do you want to triumph through school and have a little fun along the way? Learn habits to help you attain better productivity and hacks to help you slide through classes at any age. Here's your host, college circuit speaker, Jesse Mogul. Welcome back to College Success Habits. I am your host, Jesse Mogul. I hope you're enjoying your summer, summer, summer. It is end of May. Many of you have already hit that summer, summer, summer time moments in your year. And for those of you who are nearing it, good luck with your finals. There are absolutely some great episodes on that way back in the archives, way back in the archives. And so I would highly recommend go back and check some of those out. I'm looking right now to see how fast I can find those for you. Um, you can go back to um, study and work class flow episode five. You can go back to your neuroplasticity in episode 19, how you're managing your time in episode 22. Uh, these are some great episodes to just get you set up for those finals. Um, obviously, one of the big things is just going to be self-care and really minding what it is you're doing over this week, maintaining healthy habits as far as getting sleep, staying away from alcohol. Um, obviously, there are plenty of blogs on this, so I'm not going to dive too deep into all of that. Um, that's something that I, I know I've covered, and as well as, um, for the most part, those of you who have been on this journey with me have already begun to incorporate so many of this into your daily lives. I absolutely have noticed a humongous drop-off on uh, listenership because it's summer. And those of you who are uh, listening now, I commend you for the uh, ability to be a lifelong learner and fire yourself up around this content. For those of you who are finding me at the beginning of the fall semester because you just decided to plug back in, then um, I hope that you listen back on some of these and think, hey, I did that. Oh, yeah, I did that too. And that's why today's episode is going to be about enjoying your summer. I remember back in my real youth about how excited we were when the semester ended. And it was almost like, let's not look at any books. Let's not continue to learn. Let's just play video games and play outside and enjoy ourselves. And let's just do that. And by all means, I absolutely did play plenty of video games and went over to Donovan's house and played basketball and went over to David's house and collected baseball cards and just had a heck of a good time. There was reading programs that were happening in a couple of my schools. And I remember wanting to go through all 50 books. And um, it was Mary Evelyn Castle. And there were certain books you had to read. There was like a list and all this jazz. And um, I wanted to get the medal at the end of summer whenever you showed back up by having you know, scratched off all the books. And I was very adamant about getting this medal each one of those years. And it was third, fourth, fifth grade. And I remember how important it was to me to have that medal, which can seem ridiculous now because I have no idea where that medal is. I'm sure it's no longer even anywhere near my possession and it's probably in some landfill in Indiana now. But what's important to remember about those moments in my life was that 
I wanted to continue to learn. My curiosity didn't abate just because the sunshine was out and the pool was open. There was still a desire in me to continue to learn and be able to incorporate what I was learning into my life. And I get most of those books were not about math or science. They were more about geography or history or just fiction books that were just fun to read. But there is something to be said for this continuation of curiosity and learning. You finished an amazing semester. However you were able to manage your way through it and hopefully thrive rather than survive through it, you got the grades you got, You the information was presented to you, and now you have this opportunity to begin to seek out ways to incorporate it into your life. And that may not necessarily be something that you can do outside of the classroom environment as of yet, because you haven't expanded your mind to experience ways to be able to put what you've learned in the college atmosphere into your actual real life environment. And I would absolutely encourage you to begin to seek out ways that you can do that. I mean, even if you're studying, you know, neurobiology or, you know, you're studying computer sciences, you're studying philosophy, psychology, you know, you could be out there learning about chemistry and, and you may not think that there are just normal places that you can spread this information. If you're mindful of how you talk about the things that you have learned, you can absolutely bring people into the conversation of what you've learned by actually talking to them about what it is they understand about that subject and hearing their points of view, understanding, understanding they are not going to have the education, possibly, unless you're talking to fellow peers in your major, family members, friends are probably not going to have the background you just incorporated into your life in their repertoire of memories and experiences. It's the likelihood is going to be very minimal that if you just learned, you know, neurobiology or, you know, oceanography, you know, the study of the the migration patterns of blue whales and beluga whales and dolphins, I highly doubt that you're going to have a lot of people who are going to have that information readily available in their brains to discuss it with you. But you can discuss their knowledge about whales or dolphins or how they think their brain works or what they understand about physics. You can discuss these things as things around you are occurring where these lessons you've learned are actually showing up in real life. If you have learned about physics, right, we're talking, you know, I mean, I don't even know that much about physics. There's like force, speed, velocity, things like that. You could literally explain to somebody in your family how the whole thing works by rolling a ball down the driveway. There are opportunities for you to incorporate this into your day-to-day life and be able to continue to learn it through teaching it to others. Instead of talking down to them in a way that says, I'm smarter than you because I just learned this, you can actually just show them ways that this is occurring in their lives. And this is a way for you to continue to learn it and grow and evolve through the, the process of experiencing it through somebody else's eyes. And what a fun thing to do over the summer. So it's not just like school ended and that's it, we're done. And for some of you, it's winter, you know, so it it's down there in the Southern Hemisphere, you're like, dude, we are not experiencing any of that. We are still in school. Awesome. You can still be utilizing this stuff into your day-to-day life. You can still be talking about it in a way that encourages others to ask you questions or you ask other people questions to see where their misinformation might be. 
so that you can then, then say, oh, well, you know, I just learned based off of this that this is why this is happening. Oh, my goodness. You've just learned it and then taught it, so you got to learn it twice. And then the more it becomes just part of a conversation, right? And some of you out there immediately give a pushback being like, yeah, my family doesn't really care about neurobiology. If you can bring it into a real world experience that they're having without using all your fancy schmancy terms that you learned in the book, there will absolutely be a conversation to be started. It's all about the way that you frame it. So whether you're experiencing winter break or summer right now, this is absolutely something that you can begin to do. Now, because I do live in the Northern Hemisphere and obviously the Western Hemisphere, you know, and obviously the United States, I will be focusing a lot on what you could be doing over the summer that you can be then enjoy yourself, right? And whether this is something that is useful to you now because you are in summer holiday or because you're in the Southern Hemisphere, it's something that you can be thinking about whenever you do have holidays, there is a level of enjoyment you want to have in your life when you are able to step outside of the classroom environment. What are the things that you are sacrificing in order to get good grades, in order to work a lot so that you have the money to go to school and pay your bills? For a lot of us, we will be working throughout our holidays because that's what we do. And that is absolutely understandable, especially if you're a non-traditional student. You're probably like, dude, there's not much of a summer recess. I've got kids. I've got the whole thing. There's a lot going on. Absolutely. So what I want to seek for you to discover within yourself is how you can, for yourself, begin to really understand different ways that you can enjoy your life outside of the classroom environment. And that's what we're seeking. Right, no one really wants a job. Yeah, we want something to do. We absolutely want something to do. Even the filthy rich, if they don't have something to do, this is when they get into a, a alcohol or addiction, or this is when they start to get, find themselves going down a nefarious path because they, the human mind needs something to focus on. It wants something to focus on. It desires there to be hobbies and skills and things that you're seeking to up level yourself through and with. I recently took up jump roping because I came across some woman on TikTok who learned it during the pandemic, and now she's like freaking amazing at it. And she's like, oh, yeah, you know, I practice up to an hour a day, five days a week. And uh, over the course of six months, I was able to get damn good at it. And now I'm just fine tuning myself. And you watch some of her videos and I'm like, okay, this is absolutely possible. Her name's Lauren Jumps, if you guys care lauren.jumps to go find her on TikTok or Reels. I don't mind giving her a shout out because I watch her videos and I'm like, wow. And it really inspired me to go off and watch other people's videos in order to learn the box step and learn how to, the cadence and everything. There's a certain kind of dynamic to uh, coordinating your feet and your hands with this rope. It's absolutely fascinating to me. And so that's my newest project is to just jump rope every single day and just get better and better at it and watch videos when I don't understand how to do something and then go out and practice it and practice it and practice it. It's I'm getting steps anyways. Every day I'm walking 10,000 steps, so I might as well just get steps by jumping up and down rather than just moving forward. And I, and I tell you that example because over the summer, it would be very beneficial. It would behoove you greatly to find something that you have been wanting to pay, pay attention toward something that you would that might require a little bit more time during the school year but now that you have a little bit more free time because you don't have to study you can now incorporate something that 
after three months, you're going to be much better at. Therefore, it won't require as much practice, or at least your practice will be much more focused and pinpoint on, right? If you're seeking to learn the guitar, now you're just trying to learn chords. You're try just trying to learn strings. It could be... It could be mildly frustrating to habituate your brain and your eyes and your muscle memory of your fingers to figure out how to move around. And then three months from now, you are substantially better at A or C minor or G or F. And next thing you know, when the school year comes around, picking up the guitar to relax for 30 minutes and practice your, your chord progressions isn't, isn't stressful. It's actually relaxing. And you were able to incorporate that into your summer when you had more time because you no longer have to study a couple hours a day and read and write papers. So what is a hobby you could pick up? What is something that you've been wanting to do to increase your life? I know in my college years, I spent my summers getting wasted. I know right now for some of you, you could be like, dude, be a little bit hypocritical. Hey, do as I say, not as I do. Uh, well, I was a moron, all right? From 18 to, to 25, hell, really to 30, I just spent all my free time, in, in many cases, the time I was supposed to be studying, on drinking, on partying. And I can promise you that at 46 years old, soon to be 46 years old, and I look back and I'm like, that was a lot of stupid wasted time. I could have been picking up other things to do. And we live in a whole other new generation. You guys have a whole slew of things that are going on around you that never existed whenever I was your age. Didn't have YouTube. Didn't have apps. Didn't have Amazon and eBay to basically buy anything I want anytime I want and be able to begin to do something. When I found the xylophone in eighth grade, my mom and I wanted to get me a xylophone to keep playing it, and we couldn't find one anywhere in town. And the cheapest one we found in the Sears catalog was 300 bucks. I know I aged myself twice there. I said Sears catalog, and I said we had to look all over town. Holy smokes, that's how people used to have to shop. They couldn't just Google something and have 87 websites offering it to them at a low, low price with free shipping. <laughs> it didn't exist. What's important to do, to note for yourself is that you have this time. Time is what you decide to make of it. Right? There are no obstacles. It is merely what you decide to prioritize. If you want to prioritize picking up a new hobby, then you will. If you decide you want to prioritize getting drunk with your friends, then that's what you'll do. And by all means, if you stayed on the college campus like I did, there's going to be pool parties and there's going to be fun stuff going on. And you want to go enjoy that. Go work your shift. Go have fun with your friends. But also be asking yourself, in three months when you start back up school and you look back on that first day of school and you, you know, in your mind, look back over the next three months that have just played out in your life, this whole May, June, July, August, what is it you want to be able to say that you did? What is it you want to be able to say you accomplished for yourself? There are many times in my life where I have noticed some of my friends, they'll get like a big bonus from work, you know, five grand, 10 grand, or they'll hit it big on the cryptocurrency or something will happen in their life where all of a sudden five or $10,000 shows up. I know that might seem a little ridiculous, but trust me, when you get older, you'll realize that you might own some stocks that you bought for a thousand bucks and then it goes nuts. And next thing you know, it's worth eight grand. And you're like, oh, I'm going to pull out some profits. What am I going to do with four grand if I just made eight? What am I going to do with that? And what I, what I tend to encourage them to do by asking them 
you know, open-ended questions that direct them to answer it for themselves is what would you like to be able to walk away with this money knowing that you were able to accomplish for the betterment of your life? I get wanting to go out to the bar or wanting to go out and have a nice meal. I get that. I get wanting to go on a vacation where you have, you create great memories, but is there something tangible that you could purchase for your life? Like a computer, um, something, you know, I, I get, all of a sudden having a windfall of cash and getting new tires on your car may not seem awesome, but those tires will be on your car for the next five years. What is something tangible you could do with that windfall of money so that you could look back on it and say, wow, that was something I really needed to get taken care of. And now I've got a brand new computer I'll have for years to come all because of this gift from the universe, this smart investment, this bonus from work, this extra time that I was able to work right? Maybe you only work 20 hours a week during the school year. Now you can work 40 and you're a waiter and all of a sudden everybody else left town. So you're getting the best shifts and you went from making $300 a week to a thousand. What do you want to look back on and say you spent that money on that brought you some tangible joy to your life that brought something that you were able to say, wow, that I will always remember working that hard that summer because I went on that vacation or I bought that computer or I got new tires. It's similar with your time. What can you say you did with this windfall of time? This new opportunity to prioritize things differently because it's the summer. You might be taking a class or two. And and I I used to take summer classes all the time. It's jamming, you know, three months worth of material into six weeks. You still have some time. What are you going to prioritize? Because if you choose to prioritize nothing, then nothing will be prioritized. And you'll look back on these three months and you'll say, what did I really accomplish? Oh, well, I got drunk with my friends a lot or I ate a bunch of nice meals or I worked a ton, but I have no savings because I spent it on stupid crap. And you look back and you can say, oh, I rest and relax, but did you really? It gets to a point where if you don't clearly define what resting and relaxing is to you, then you may not ever really know if you experienced it. So ask yourself, what is resting and relaxing mean to you? To me, it means pulling out a book I've really been wanting to read and grabbing out my my four-colored pen and my four-colored highlighter and going to town on that book. Right For you, it could mean reading a book a week. It could mean reading a book a month for better comprehension. Hell, maybe you have great comprehension by reading a book a day. I do not know, and I cannot answer that for you. But you can, and this is an opportunity when you should ask yourself these questions. What is it I want to be able to look back on over the next three months and say I accomplished with this summer? Do you want to increase your relationships with your friends and family? Do you want to go on a trip? Do you want to pick up a hobby? Ask yourself, what is it you would like on September 1st, which is generally when school starts back up because that's when the college football season starts is Labor Day weekend. Generally, that's when most schools are back in session. What on, on that first Saturday of when college football is getting ready to start, whether you're a fan of it or not, it's just something that everybody knows is getting ready to happen, even on the small campuses. What do you want to be able to look back and say you accomplished over August and July and June and whatever part of May? It's important. I look back and I can tell you each year what I did that summer. One year I, I ran a fireworks store and got drunk every night and, and, and you know, just played around on a drum, like a bongo drum I got. And that was all we did. And it was fun. And I, and I increased those friendships. I'm not really great friends with many of those people anymore, but if I ever saw them, it would be a sure as hell good time. 
right? What is it you are going to be able to look back on over the next three months and say you did for yourself? Whether it's a windfall of money that you earn from work or a good cryptocurrency investment or whatever it is, time is of the essence. Time is the same thing. Sometimes you have more of it than you have other times. Lots of time, time, time words here. And it's all your perception. If your perception of a good way of spending your summer is going and sitting on a hammock, drinking beer, and, and eating nachos every single day, I'm not going to tell you that's not something that you should do. Obviously, being in addiction recovery now, I am definitely a proponent for doing other things besides being buzzed all the time. But I can't tell you what to do with your life. And in fact, if I tried to tell you what to do with your life, there's a very good chance you'd either stop listening, negate me, or do the opposite just out of spite. You have to decide what it is you want to do for yourself. You have to decide what it is you're going to do with your summer. At some point, you're going to look and you're going to be in the middle of your summer and you're going to say, what am I really doing with all of this time? What am I doing with this money? Maybe you work 60, 80 hours a week so that you can save up a ton of money so during the school year, you don't have to work. That you can go out with your friends and you can enjoy Wednesday night dinners or Friday Friday night dinners or you'll be able to go to the local river cleanup on a Sunday instead of having to go into work because you saved up all your money. That's awesome for you. And if that's what you're choosing to do, so you open up your time in the in the in the fall and spring, by all means, hit it, man. Hit it, ladies. Rock it out. It's all up to you. You can be doing a sun, summer internship right now that furthers your, your entire career in your college. Awesome. Awesome. You will definitely be able to look back on the first weekend of college football and say, I did something great for myself. Is there a way that you might be able to incorporate a little bit of free time into that? Something where you could do something that's just solely for yourself, even if it's just 15, 30 minutes a day, five minutes a day. It's up to you to ask yourself, how is it you want to be able to look back on this summer? And then once you understand what you would like to be able to say you accomplished this summer, figuring out what that means to you. Furthering your college career, that could mean reading more books. That could mean taking more classes. It could mean taking an internship. Then reverse engineer it. How can you do that? Where do you need to get a job? Where do you need to get an internship? What do you need to read? Do you want to be able to say you rest and relax? Define what resting and relaxing is for you and then start coming up with ways to incorporate that into your life. Saving up money, come up with how much you'd like to save a week. How much do you think you need every single week of your actual semester? 200 bucks, 300 bucks? How can you make an extra two, 300 bucks each week of summer in order to have that money waiting for you in the fall so that you won't have to work so hard and you can actually have more free time with your friends? It's up to you to decide how you're going to spend this time. I just, putting an emphasis on the fact that you are going to want to stop, get it out of your head, and get it on paper, and actually ask yourself these questions. Because if you don't come up with a plan, then you'll have no idea if you're actually leading yourself to where you ultimately want to go. And the biggest bummer would be for you to turn around on that first week of school and look back and say, frick, I blew that entire summer and I have nothing to show for it. That's what it would be like if you got four grand and just went off and spent it on a bunch of dinners. That's what it would be like if you had all that time and you just wasted it away sleeping till noon all the time and you know, watching Netflix and chilling. It's up to you to ask yourself these questions and then you determine what it is you want to be able to look back upon and having experience because it's all up to you. And if sleeping till noon and watching Netflix all day is, is your idea of relaxing, then more 
power to you. Just make sure you consciously make that decision. All right, my friends, go off and enjoy your amazing summer. We'll see you again next week. As always, inclusivity over exclusivity, the power of positive energy, release and flow. You're amazing. Go off and be awesome. Bye-bye.